There once was a dirk who had a car. He loved it every day, but it didn't go far. And then it was time to retire it away. It's a car that this dirk misses every day. I really miss that fucking car. Strange perspective, and welcome to my podcast. And now I say it with full volume in my voice, because the last episode was recorded at 12 a.m. I hope that wasn't my phone that made the noises, because I can't really. There we go, it's on silent mode. You think I do that in the beginning of the fucking episode or before the beginning of the fucking episodes, but no. Hola, amigos. Hope you liked my last episode. I was thinking, let's do one more fun. Uh, but this isn't something that I wanted to talk about for a long time, like my last episode. No. This is something eh, in, in akin to my episodes uh, where I explain how I blew up my kitchen. Be sure to check that one up. Or what other episode could be similar to that one? Uh, I can't really put my finger on it. But, uh, fuck it! Point is, uh, I'm talking about this one now. An episode where I talk about the first time I got a car. So, for those of you that don't know, uh, as of time that I released this episode, <laughs> I am 32 years old. And will be 33 in a couple of weeks. So, yay! Almost time to be 33! <laughs> 33 years old when I go to my first con, but yeah, whatever, I'm, I'm silenting. So, for the longest time, I went about without a driver's license and without a car. Because in the city that I live in, you can get pretty far without either of those. But with the work that I have, I thought it's about time that I get a driver's license. I think I've had it for three years now. No, that sounds about right. Two or three years. Something like that. Point is, I bring that up because when I got my driver's license and it was time to take, to buy my brand new car, I did what basically everyone else has ever done. I bought a piece of shit car thinking that that was probably the right thing to do. Turns out it wasn't. So let's start from the beginning, eh? I wanted a new car, and I kept searching for the second-hand market for the best kind. I had gotten several suggestions, advice on what car brand to choose, and I might as well just get this out of the way. I don't know diddly shit about cars. Brands, models, I, you tell me what a fucking, you know, what's it called? V60? I'm not sure. Talk to me about anything with cars, and I will just look at you with the most blank stare in the world. I have, I know nothing about cars, nothing, absolutely fucking nothing, nor do I care to learn about it. So I ask others, what car, what brand, what model do you recommend? I did have a couple of ideas on what I wanted. Uh, for example, the car that the school that I turned to to get the driver's license, the car that they used was a Volkswagen, 
golf, polo, one of them. Sweet ass car, fucking loved it. Um, but you know, kept browsing, and the more you browse, <coughs> oh, God, Jesus Christ, I'm fucking up, <coughs> fucking up, profession. <coughs> Can I get the word out? I'm really unprofessional in this episode, but you know me. Nothing's changed. Uh, when it was about time that I, for those of you who are new to my podcast, thinking, why the fuck won't you just re-record it? I just go with the flow, amigo. I just, once I open up the floodgates, I just let it bleh, And that's where we are. I've been doing it for a couple of years. And to be honest, I kind of like the way I do it. So I've been thinking... And then I went to the car, got some advice and shit. And the thing is, having that, that driver's license but no car, it uh, made me. It didn't make me anxious in a bad way. It made me very eager to own a fucking car. The longer time went, the more eager I became. And the more I started feeling like, where the fuck is my fucking car? I have the driver's license. I want my fucking car. And... I go into the secondhand market, the website that I usually go into, and Lord and behold, there is a Volvo. A Volvo S60 Turbo from 2001 for $900. I took a loan to buy a car. I took a loan of... I mean, I say dollars because it's easier to translate it that way, but I guess I could go with euros instead. Uh, I bought it. I took a loan of, I want to say, 5,000 euros. And this car went for 900 euros. So as you can see, that's going to leave me quite uh, quite a space to uh, <laughs> to do some other stuff with. So that's what I did. I took the loan. I bought. Uh, I went to see the, uh, the, the the salesman, and I took the car out for a ride. Now I sit in the fucking car. All right, so this is a Volvo. I'm gonna drive my first Volvo. This is gonna be fucking great. And let's see now. Okay, it's a manual. So the clutch and then the engine died. All right, cool, no problem. They know that I'm new to this. They know that I just got my driver's license literally just a week ago. I'm just gonna put clutch and okay, and the engine fucking died. Uh, wasn't that much, yeah, I didn't have this much problem with my Volkswagen, but hey, it's an old car, maybe it's that, all right, and a clutch, okay, what the fuck's going on? Fast forward a little, and I take the car for a ride, and I, <laughs> the engine stops, I think, I think it happened four or five times during this test run of the car. But I just chucked it up to, well, I'm a new beginner, this is literally the second car ever that I drive, it's an old car, uh... It's all my fault. And the reason why the engine died is because I didn't, you know, uh, I can't remember the, the word for it in English, but basically when you're in first gear and you fuck up with the clutch, there's a word for it, but I can't, I can't remember what it's called. So that's my knowledge about cars, by the way. My level, my level of knowledge. So I just chalk it up to inexperience and all that shit. And I finally drive back and I go... I like the car. I like the potential in it. Uh, not really sure. And the driver says, you know what? Sit in the passenger seat. I'm going to show you how it's done. And he drives the fucking car without any fucking problems. 
In fact, he drives a little too well. He's speeding a lot. And I'm going, hey, 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 calm the fuck down, dude. This is an urban area. Calm the fuck down. You're, this ain't a fucking racetrack. Uh, anyway, the whole thing ended with me buying the fucking car. I was like, a Volvo for 900 euros. Yes, there's bound to be something wrong with it, but, you know, can't be that fucking bad. <laughs> so I buy the fucking car, and I drive home. Uh, fill it up with gas. Cost a fucking fortune to do it. Cost almost 100 euros to do it. Uh, but I drive the fucking car, and whoop! We arrive at, at my place. And by we, I mean me and my ex. We arrive at my place, and I'm like, sweet, gonna park the car. Let me just pull the handbrake, and the handbrake is already on. Let me repeat that. I drove the car from the salesman to my place with the handbrakes on. They were on all, they were, the lever was pulled all the way back, amigos. I'm going, uh, I mean, the car isn't telling me that the handbrake is on. I didn't feel any resistance driving the fucking car. And maybe I don't have any handbrakes, like at all. So I pull down the lever, I park the car, I pull the lever all the way back, and the car starts rolling backwards. Okay, uh, handbrakes doesn't work. Cool. No problem. I know this because my dad has said this. I'll drive up again. And in case you're confused, the park uh, parking spot that I had has a slight uh, tilt. So uh, if you park the car without any handbrakes or anything, the car's going to start rolling backwards. Anyway, uh, I know that if you put the, gar the car in first gear, it won't move. So I parked the car. First gear, turn off the engine, and the car is rolling backwards. <laughs> now, I know some of you are reacting with, I'm sorry, what? Let me repeat that. Park the car, first gear, turn off the engine, car is rolling backwards. Okay. I need to check this shit out. I need to go to a mechanic and just tell them, hey, do a checkup on the car. Something's not, something's not okay. Oh, and before I forget, the windshield had a, like, this huge-ass crack that would cover, I would say, 80% of the windshield. But I was reassured that changing it would cost me approximately 90 euros. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, uh, I'll take it to a mechanic. They'll do a checkup. I know for a fact they're going to say the handbrake's fucked. And I know that they're going to say the windshield needs to be replaced. That can't be too much, too much. So I take the car, drive to the mechanic, and I go, here's my car. Here's my car key. Do a just complete control and checkup of the car and tell me what needs to be replaced, fixed, repaired, whatever. No problem. Here you go. Next morning, I'm at work. I took the company car to work, and around uh, 9 a.m., no, yeah, 9 a.m., I get a phone call, it's the mechanic, and he goes, hey, um, how much did you say you, you drove this car? Like, for how long? I was like, not long at all, I basically bought it yesterday, and 
I know that the handbrakes aren't working. And he starts laughing. He goes, <laughs> oh, oh, that's the least of your worries. And I'm going, okay. Don't scare me like this. What the fuck's going on? And he goes, well, first of all, uh, you don't have any brakes at all. I was like, what do you mean you don't, I don't have any brakes at all? I've, I've, I've driven the car. I've, I know I've used brakes. He goes, yeah, but they're basically hanging on a thread and there's no protection for the brakes. It's basically metal scraping against metal every time you brake. It's a fucking miracle these wheels have, didn't fall off on the highway. And I go, okay, uh, we need to fix the brakes ASAP. And he goes, yes. And you also need to fix a bunch of other shit. And I go, okay, um, where are we up now in, in uh, expenses? He goes, 700 euros. Okay. Uh, okay. That's a little more expensive than I thought, but it's fine. Uh, yeah, fix them, and I'll pay for it ASAP. Okay, cool. Phone call one hour later. Hey, yeah, you're the owner of the Volvo, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to have to change. And he starts, like, rambling all these fucking parts. And I go, dude, listen, I don't know shit about cars. You're basically speaking hieroglyphics to me right now. Just plain English or plain sweet, plain Swedish. What are the costs? You're looking up towards 2,000 euros. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. I'm going, uh, fix the brakes. And he goes, yeah, but you need to fix everything else. And I go, F just fix the brakes. Dude, are you sure? Just fix the fucking brakes. Okay. So they fixed the brakes, and they gave me a list of everything that needs to get repaired. And let's just say that the final cost would have been 4,000 euros. And I'm going, uh, well, I know why the car cost me 900 euros. <laughs> Fucking asshole. So um, I take it to another mechanic. And I tell him, look, like this is what, this is what uh, they said need to be repaired. This is what I need to pay. This mechanic says that is way too expensive. Let me check on the car. So he lifts up the fucking car. He goes under it, looks at it for like three seconds, steps away from the car, looks at me, and he goes, okay, I know you don't know shit about cars, so let me put this as simple as possible. Your car is held together with duct tape. If I remove one thing, you're going to have to replace like 10 parts. And I go... <laughs> Okay, what's the most urgent thing? Well, you know, um, well, of course you don't because you know shit about cars. There's two parts, and I'm simplifying shit now. There are two parts you need per wheel to be able to turn the car left and right. I go, okay. And he goes, what they did was basically weld everything so it's one huge part turning your car left and right. And I go, uh, uh, and that's really bad. And he goes, that's really bad. Uh, let's just say, I, 
I believe this car is being held together with some fucking voodoo bullshit right now because this car should not be fucking... This is a health hazard. This shit should not be allowed to drive. Is it allowed to drive? And I showed him the papers. It says right there that it's allowed to drive. And he goes, I don't know how, but I'm going to need these parts. And I'll replace them. So I buy the parts. I take it to him. And the first thing he does, he goes, okay, so usually you would just replace the parts. This is what I'm going to do. And he takes a fucking sledgehammer and starts beating the crap on the other underside of my car where the wheel are lo- where the wheels are located. With a sledgehammer, starts beating the shit out of it. And I don't know if I should laugh or cry. Seeing this mechanic with a fucking sledgehammer just beating the shit out of my car because the parts that need to be replaced are not only so fucking badly damaged, they're being held together because they welded it together that you just have to take everything away. Everything. And he starts, you know, starts replacing the car, the parts and everything. It takes a couple of hours and he goes, okay, uh, that's what I can do. Uh, let's check the engine. <laughs> Should have not checked the engine. Or it's a good thing it checked the engine, but my wallet is screaming, please don't check the fucking engine. Because the engine itself is uh, uh, not in the best shape. And the actual, uh, uh, what's it called? Oh, all you fucking car maniacs are fucking pulling your fucking teeth in here right now. But the actual... Um, Ah, uh, not the tape. Uh, okay, fine. It, it's a big part of the engine, uh, engine that needs to be fucking replaced. And he goes, this shit needs to go now, and we need to replace this. And you can't, I will not allow you to leave this place with this car until you do. So we did. And I go, okay. So, w- like... What what's left? And he goes, dude, the whole fucking car's a mess. The I only repaired what I can repair. Everything else is like like I told you, held together with tape. Keep this car, because you've wasted how much money now? And I go, oh, approximately three thousand euros. And he goes, yeah. And you still need to replace that windshield. And I go, oh, but he told me that's cheap. <laughs> oh, sweet summer child. No, it is not. And I go, seriously? And he goes, yeah. Uh, that shit's going to cost you. It's going to cost you. Because you're not going to repair the windshield. You have to replace it. Okay, no problem. So I replaced the windshield. Uh, my expenses are over 3,500 euros now. Uh, wallet is starting to get drained real fucking quick. And, oh, by the way, the wheels you have, uh, these are not legal to drive with. And I go, you got to be fucking kidding me, man. He goes, nope, I'm sorry, but I cannot let, let you leave if you don't buy new, new wheels. Now, I know this mechanic. I know him pretty well without giving away too much information. Uh, let's just say that he did not scam me when he said that. Okay, no problem. <laughs> start hating the fucking car. But every time you would drive this baby, 
every time you would drive it, the sound system in that fucking car. <laughs> oh, I miss it. I would put on Motorhead and just blast at full volume. It would be so loud that the back mirror would start shaking. It would literally, without exaggeration, start shaking. Because the bass is just fucking... It's a miracle screws weren't getting, like, loosened up on my... Like, every time I would drive the fucking car. It's a miracle I wouldn't just leave a pile of metal scraps behind me. Because I'm blasting Motorhead at just full fucking volume. That was the best thing with the car. The second best thing with the car was... It didn't, like to be driven in the city where you have to keep a relatively low speed speed limit. But when you're out out of the city and you're driving these uh, these to these destinations that are like four or five hours away and they want you to speed up, that car was a fucking dream. The turbo, the engine, every oh that car was a fucking dream. It lived to be driven at high speeds. And that's the part I miss. But sadly, it got to a point where I would just, I would be driving the car and the engine would start revving up by itself. So I could just, while the engine is still going, I would be either parked or maybe it's a car jam and the only thing you would hear is and I'm not the one doing it. It's the fucking engine. It's almost as if the fucking engine it's doing its best to keep itself alive. This was a problem when you're behind a cop car and the only thing they hear is And I'm looking at the cop going, please, sweet Jesus, that's not me. It's the fucking engine. I swear it's the fucking engine. And this is not me doing this. It happened a lot of times. <laughs> but it fucking surpassed checkup. Not once. Fucking twice. And I don't know how. For those of you who have seen How I Met Your Mother, that episode where Marshall and Ted are talking about that fucking car and the pain they felt when that car dies, I know that pain. Even though the car is a piece of shit, I know that pain. And it got so bad that the batteries start dying out by themselves. Like I would, the car, the battery would work just fine. I would use the car the day after, and the ba the car wouldn't stop start, and it kept happening every fucking time. Uh, the car wouldn't lock up; like there would be several doors that would stay unlocked. It would um, problems just kept coming over and over again, and even though I bought a new battery. Uh, 
there was just something with the car that would keep draining the fucking battery. And I took it back to the mechanic and they couldn't figure out what it was. They opened up the engine and they couldn't figure out why that engine kept revving up the way it did. And I just told them, look, it's just the fucking car ready to fucking die. Like, it's done. It know it's done. It has nothing left to prove. But I kept on using it until I had to leave on an urgent matter. I went to the car and it wouldn't start. And I said, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done with the car. I am completely done. So I didn't sell it. I just called a uh, car moving company and I told them, take the car and just throw it into the junkyard or whatever the fuck you're going to do with it. You can take the wheels. They're almost brand new. Uh, Keep whatever you want. I just don't want the fucking car here. I am done. That car was, I miss it all the time because of the speed and because of the sound system. Those two things were just the fucking best. Everything else was a fucking nightmare. And I ended up paying a little over 4,000 euros for the car. Do I regret it? No. No, I don't. It's a first car experience, and the car itself, when, like I said, when I'm driving outside of the main city, there was nothing more fun than driving that fucking car. Every other time I would use it, I would tear out my hair and fucking scream and curse. But I don't regret the memories, and I don't regret those moments. At all. It was a wonderful car. So with that being said, I thought that this was a good enough story to talk about. I thought that, you know, maybe it will make you laugh a little. Uh, I can say this, that after that, I took a huge, huge loan to buy a brand new car, which I did. I am now the proud owner of a Skoda Fabia. I live alone. I am single. I do not need a big car. Uh, I love that fucking car. Skoda is my, my favorite brand. I've driven Volvo, Volkswagen, Skoda. I've driven... Uh, uh, God, what's the name of that brand? Uh, that French... French brand. That I... The, uh, the model is cac, uh, Cactuar? No, that's Five Fancy, you stupid bastard. What's the name of the fucking car brand? God fucking damn it. This is why I should do... This is why I should do some fucking research before I fucking do these fucking episodes. Car brand, French. All I know is that I hate it. I fucking hate that brand. So, Citroën! Fuck those fucking cars. I've driven two of them. Two different models. Fuck them. Fuck them straight to hell. I hate them. I hate them with a passion. Fuck that fucking brand. But besides that, Skoda, I love it. Uh, when this episode comes out, check out my Twitter. I'll post uh, the pictures of my old car and my new car. Uh, Twitter is at 
Danny Strange, P-E-R. Everything together. P-E-R are the first two letters of, uh, the first the first three letters of perspective. So Danny Strange, P-E-R from the word perspective. Altogether, that's my Twitter handle. Check it out. I'm going to post those pictures. And hopefully I made you laugh. Hopefully you'll learn something when you're going to get your own fucking car. Uh, and I'll repeat myself. Do I regret buying it? No, absolutely. I do not. It was a nice car. Till next time, amigos. Fucking take care. And I'll see you in the next episode, eh? Adios.